of this cloud of glory. Lift up your two hands. To be part of this army of volunteers for Jesus. Give him glory and praise. We do thank him again for the revival fire that is burning in your own heart. Give him glory and praise. Let's give him thanks for so saved since this operation began. Now ask him to speak to you tonight. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Lord Jesus, we are all gathered at your feet again, ready to receive from you. Let no one return without an encounter with you tonight. And let the encounter be a lifelong encounter. 
Let it remain a spiritual wine in our soul and for all the days of our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Well, it's interesting to know that God's plan for the redeemed is to have a continuous lifestyle of progress. The path of the justified is as a shining light and it's ordained to shine more and more and more and more and more unto the perfect day. Grace to plug in on that wavelength through our tireless obedience. Our own deserved compliance with his instructions as contained in his word. Receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Grace to keep doing it right at all times. Receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And blessed be your name in Jesus' precious name. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. And please, you may be comfortably seated. Understanding revival as a season of signs and wonders. We went through part one, two, and three during the spiritual week of emphasis. We're now on part four of it. Let's try to remind ourselves that the Bible is a season of divine opportunity for dramatic change of story, both for the church and for the poor God who are genuinely dedicated to such move of the Spirit. Revival is a season of divine opportunities for dramatic change of stories both for the church and for every engaging believer. Revive thy work of God in the midst of the year. Make known your power and let your power level out all everlasting mountains of perpetual heat in the life of your people. Let this ever bring about massive salvation of thy people in verse 13. Praise God. And let it set your people upon their high places. Dramatic change of story. Verse 19. So revival is a wholesome package. It brings multitudes into the kingdom. It decorates the destiny of believers. And turn them to signs and wonders among people. They were once in the valley, right at the bottom. And suddenly, what, what, what? Story has changed. So a revival is a season of uh, divine celebration. We are just celebrating God away by virtue of his mighty hand upon the life of his people. We also said the revival is a season for the rise of giants in the body of Christ. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 19. After then shall proceed, thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry, and I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. 
I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. I will multiply them in number. I will change their status. They shall not be mediocre. And we saw that in verse 21. Their nobles shall come from the midst of them and their government shall proceed from the midst of them. I will turn them to nobles, to captains, in their respective areas, for they are engaging their heart to seek unto me. So it's a platform for the rise of giants. And I know an army of giants will rise through this midst of the year revival. If you are one of them, let me hear your loudest, amen. Many, many will change levels supernaturally. Our faithful and fruitful engagement either on the altar of prayer or in passionate pursuit after souls, will result into open rewards of change of story. Yeah. You believe that? Let me hear your loudest, amen. Yeah. We saw God in the midst of his people in Sephaniah chapter 3 and verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over you with singing. Revival. And verse 19. And at that time, I will undo all that afflict you. I will give you true liberty. Amen. And we save her that halted and gather her that was living out. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. That's God's word. I will turn them to celebrities where they have been victims of mockeries. I will turn them into celebrities where they have been mocked. Can I hear your loudest amen? Yeah. Now in verse 20 of the same chapter, he said, at that time, man, the time of revival, will I bring you again, even at that time I, that I gathered here, I will make you a name and a praise among all people. Global giants. Globally rated giants. I will make the, a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back against your captivity before your eyes, say the Lord. So those are the things that revival has in package for us. And that's the more reason why everybody should engage with everything inside of him. Our God is a great God. Thank you, Jesus. Among others, every revival is validated by the manifestation of signs and wonders in the life of every engaging believer. So it's one of the major characteristics of a revival. Signs and wonders in the church. Signs and wonders in the lives of individuals. They are the things to expect. Praise God. He said, um, go to the world and preach the gospel. That believes and is baptized shall be saved, so that believes and shall be damned. And this sign shall be at the command of them that believe. This science will be at the command of those who are on the go for me. So we experience signs and wonders in their numbers. Getting on the go for Jesus, which is one of the major, major features of a revival. Going all out for Jesus. Sharing the gospel of salvation. Because thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people. So every move of God has that as a main, main feature. Going after 
the salvation of his people. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 13. He said, Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for salvation with thy anointed. Thou wentest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation of the neck, unto the neck. Now, he went forth. His mission in the revival is to go after the salvation of his people. Praise God. Praise God. So what's a revival? We can define a revival as a move of the spirit that baptizes believers with the spirit of the fear of God, thereby empowering us to seek to please God at all times. You are not in a revival if you are not thirsty for God. If you are not thirsty for righteousness, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. A lot of things is going on today on TVs, through many, many TV preachers. My God. You better connect with God, or you get delayed before you know it. Jesus said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So you can't experience righteousness without a genuine hunger and thirst for righteousness. And that's one of the major, major characteristics of a revival. A revival of the fear of God in the souls of men. A panting for God and after what pleases God. Amen. Blessed are they we do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. So whatever makes unrighteousness tasteful is a bait of death. Is a bait of death. Now, the master revivalist is named Jesus. Watch. In prophecy, the Bible said, seven spirits will be operating upon his life, and that includes the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, of knowledge, of counsel, of understanding, of might, and of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. And when they came, he testified, which of you convinced me of saying, John 8, 46. Now, in Romans 1, 4, it was declared to be the son of God by the spirit of holiness. So his sonship was conferred on the basis of holiness. The world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So there is no way we can fully manifest our sonship without a genuine pantheon and hunger after righteousness, sir. No big preacher can bring a revival. No. No oratory capacity can bring a revival. No. 
The revival broke out in the upper room with a foundation in repentance. Men and brethren, what shall we do? Repent. You can't connect with this move. Repent. Repent. So repentance is at the root of every genuine move of God. Repentance is at the root of every genuine move of God. Repentance is at my God. Now, to see how that follows. Someone light, light, one light, one light, one light. Not even complete light, half light. Now, he owned the land, yes. He sold the land, yes. He brought part of the money. But he said that was all the money. That's what he did. To let you see how a move of God cannot accommodate that, he was slain. The wife came after him. I mean, I mean God of all mercy, how? The wife was slain. That is, it can't flow with a revival. The fear of God is, is a non-negotiable requirement for anybody to claim to be in a revival. So all this story that uh, you are righteous, whatever you do, is not the Bible. Because it's written in your Bible that no, you know, the unrighteous are not in the kingdom of God. is there. <laughs> so it's not that somebody put it there to suit himself. It's already there. Know ye not that the righteous shall not inherit the, inherit the kingdom of God? Be ye not deceived. And we began to list what he calls unrighteousness. Someone said that's righteousness. I know that in the last days, many shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, remove sin from redemption. Nothing remains. Remove the subject of sin from redemption, nothing remains. Nothing remains. May the spirit of the fear of the Lord engulf every single winner worldwide. So that seeking to please God becomes our new way of life. Seeking to please God at all times, on all scores, will become our new way of life. My God, is a, the Bible calls it the beginning of wisdom. That is, you have not started in the school of wisdom without the fear of the Lord. Without the fear of the Lord. That's where it starts. All these I'm called that you are called, they are not, they are no issues. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, are you saved? Are you born again? Are you walking your way towards heaven? Those are the things. Before you know what's happening, they will soon say there's no heaven. Because they, they, all they are looking for is what satisfies them here. All they are looking for. All they are looking for. Suddenly, some very bad, bad, powerful preachers just switch off. Nobody's claim. Yes, that's why we are out to hunger and task for it. Hunger and task for it. And then you'll be filled with it. Hunger and task for it. Not settled down there. Now, look at Paul the Apostle. A great commander of signs and wonders. He had his testimony. You are witnesses. 
1 Thessalonians 2.10. And God also, how holily and justly and unblameably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. That's his testimony. And hear what was said about him. The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. So it, it, these things are, all these new inventions won't work. This won't work. Now, if you check through First Chronicles, they were trying to bring the ark of God into the place that was prepared for it. And then they put the ark of God on a new cart, a new cart, new technology. <laughs> new revelation in quotes. But my Bible said, stand in the ways and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? Where in our father's throne and walk in it and you find rest for your souls. No new cart can connect you with the move of the spirit. So they put the ark of God on a new cart. And the cart got to a particular point and stumbled. And Uzzah, one of the ones driving the ark, put his hand to be sure that the ark didn't fall and God smote him and he died. Right? And David was, David was afraid of God in that day and they pushed the ark into the house of Obeditum. Then in chapter 15, David has found out why it happened. That the ark will not ride on a new cart but on the shoulders of men. And these men must have to sanctify themselves to bear the ark. Praise God. It's the same thing with the move of God. Only truly sanctified people can maximize their place in it. Something is breaking forth. Now in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1, this is Paul writing to the Corinthian church. He said, haven't therefore these promises of the amazing things that revival carries, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. These are amazing promises, but this is a requirement for you and I to maximize those blessings. We must walk in the fear of God so strong that nobody can do otherwise and escape in our presence. Somebody lies and makes you a witness and you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You partake of the lie. No, that's not what you said. Straight. These promises will remain hanging except we choose to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now watch. The Holy Ghost came and fell upon all men. Now there were some apostles. That's okay. But they say, choose ye seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, who may set over this matter. So they had Stephen there. They had Philip there. And you find signs and wonders erupting from these ordinary men that were chosen to be in charge of food. Why? They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were part of the repentance that took place. So filled with the Holy Ghost and commanding signs and wonders at will. 
Thank you, Jesus. So it's there. In Acts chapter 6 and verse 3, we saw how they were to choose men that were uh, 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 of honest report, honest report, integrity, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, who may appoint over this matter. Now in verse 8, look at it. Verse 8 of it. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. He is to divide the food. He is doing miracles. Why? Honest support. Integrity. The fear of God. Just unleashing the power of God in his life. That's the way it happens. I pray tonight that every taste for unrighteousness dies in everyone's life. This revival will not leave you at the same place it met you. You must be listed among those that will be launched to their high places. Your story, your long-awaited change of story must take place now. Let us cleanse ourselves. Let us cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Thank you, Jesus. And Philip went to Samaria among those seven deacons and then overturned the city. The people with one accord gave heed to what Philip preached, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. So those were people born out of fire of repentance, filled with the Holy Ghost, walking signs and wonders among the people. Acts chapter 8 and verse 4, down the line to 7. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There are many, many Philips that will rise in this revival. In the name of Jesus. Now, that revival could not accommodate even lying. Now, could not accommodate financial games. But we can see that in the life of, uh, what is it called? Name? Judas. Judas lived with Jesus for three and a half years. But Jesus said he was a thief. And Jesus knows everything. John 12, 6. When one woman came and was pouring the alabaster oil, at the feet of Jesus. <laughs> um, Judas said, ah, this will have been sold for money. We'll have given it to the poor. And Jesus said to, to them, he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the back and bear that which was put there. Jesus knew he was a thief, but if he ever mentioned that to them, Peter would cut his head. Amen. Jesus saw him stealing. Every time he was going out, he saw he was is a land speculator. He was buying land all over the place. <laughs> now, see where I ended. Matthew 27, verse 1 to 3. No mighty move of God can accommodate filthiness. When the money was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they did ban him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Now, then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself 
and brought again the types of silver that he sold him for to the chief priests and elders. And then um, saying, I have seen that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? See to that. That's your cup. Then verse 5. And then they cast down the piece of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. My God. A revival demands that we cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit perfected holiness in the fear of God. Now he had no place for satanic manipulations. We saw Simeon here in Acts chapter, I mean, Elimah uh, Sarah, Acts chapter 13, verse 8 to 12. He was resisting the deputy from here in the gospel. And then um, um, Paul, being full of the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, Thou child of the devil, O full of subtlety, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, will thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord is, again, is upon thee, and thou shalt be blind, nor in the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on him a mist and the darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. So Satan has no hiding place in it. A reviver chose them. Now, there was a woman that was following after Jesus. These are the servants of the Most High God. I mean, after Paul. That makes no to us the way of salvation. For many days. Acts chapter 16. And then um, verse 16 to 18. Then Paul looked back and said, Come out of him! And those spirits just came out of him. He was trying to pollute and corrupt the world. It's not safe for any agent of the devil to stand in the midst of a revival. It's not safe. Please note that for anyone to be in command of the supernatural, he must take responsibility to cleanse himself and herself from the filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That's a requirement. No negotiable requirement. Now, let's look again at the life of Paul, a man that feared God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, saying we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. That's his testimony. May that become the testimony of every one of us in the name of Jesus Christ. And what happened? God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Special miracles by the hands of Paul. The was taken from his boy to them that were sick. Diseases were healed, and evil spirits went out of them. Special miracles. He was stoned and dragged out of town for death. Before dead. And then he rose up. Acts 14, 19 to 20. He was lost in the sea one night and one day. He came out. It was a sign and a wonder everywhere. But at the root of it is the fear of God. That ruled his life. 
in Luke chapter 5, verse 35 to 37. Verse 37 and 38. Luke 5. And no man put a new wine into old bottles. As the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. What does that mean? Until we embrace the demands of a new life, we are not entitled to the new anointing. Amen. And signs and wonders are manifestations of God at work in a man. I will my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and I will show signs in heaven and on earth. So, so it's required that the anointing be fresh for us to flow in the supernatural. And that requires that we cleanse ourselves from the fitness of the flesh and of the spirit. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19 to 21. The word says, For the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal. The Lord knows, knows them that are his, and let everyone that named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in the great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, and of silver, but also of wood and earth. And some to honor and some to dishonor. But if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and made for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. If a man choose to purge himself from all these things, he shall become a vessel of honor. So from earth to wood, from wood to silver, from silver to gold. Now here is the good news anybody can have a fresh start. Anybody can have what? God never holds our past against us if we will turn today. God will never hold our past against us if we will turn today. That is the good news of the gospel. God will write off our past if we will choose to turn today. Hallelujah. God will write off our past if we will choose to turn today. That is the good news of the gospel. Human beings may not write it off, but God will write it off. God will write off our dirty past if we choose to change today. If we choose to change today. You remember the words of Ezekiel? You say, my ways are not equal. If a man has been no wickedness and it suddenly turns to do righteousness, that you will forget the wickedness that he did before and the righteousness that you met him in, that will you justify him. And if a man has been doing good and great before and it turns to wickedness, you will not remember the good that he did before. You will judge him by what to find him doing. So, God never holds our past against us. That's the good news of the gospel. Anybody can choose to change today. Jesus, I'm sorry for my careless past. I now know I've been cheating on myself. I want to now live to please you, Jesus. Deliver me from dirty thoughts. Deliver me from browsing evil sights. Jesus, I repent of my sins, the bitterness in me, the pride and arrogance in my soul. I want to be a bona fide partaker of this move of the Spirit, this cloud of glory. Help me, Jesus. 
He will forget all that you did before. Paul was a murderer. God forgot it. Amen. He tormented the church. If God should not forgive anybody, he shouldn't forgive Saul. He was a bad man. He so forgave him that he became the greatest apostle. My God. That they could send half, more than half of the New Testament through him. What? That's how much our past does not count with God, but our present. Our current work with God. That's where salvation is. Anybody can choose to change today. You can be in church forever. It won't bring a change in your life. But if you choose to change today, he will write off your past and begin with you as a brand new creature. And what a joy that will be. Hallelujah. Can I tell you this? It's not just about um, experiencing the fruit of a revival. It's about making heaven. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. The rich fool was in hell. He was very rich, but he was in hell. Abraham was very rich, but he was in heaven. So it's not rich that makes you go to hell or go to heaven. It's your standing with God. You say, I thank God the rich fool went to hell. Thank God I'm poor. That's not the thing. Amen. Abraham was very rich in silver and in gold. God has blessed him in all things. Amen. They still call him Father Abraham in heaven. He's the only one they call him. So it's not about the blessing of God in your life. It's about how well you are standing with God. Anybody can choose to change. Lift up your right hand, everyone. Lift up, lift up your right hand. And would you please ask him, Jesus, I want a brand new beginning. Help me. I desire a fresh baptism of the spirit of the fear of the Lord on my life today. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and pray that revival prayer. I desire a fresh endowment of the spirit of the fear of the Lord today. The spirit of holiness that will make me panting to please you at all times. Panting to please you at all times and not be swept away by these modern new cat revelations that is trying to rewrite the Bible. Life, everybody. Ask him to endure with the spirit of holiness after the order of Christ. Destroy my taste for every form of fitness of the flesh and of the spirit. Perfect in holiness and fear of God. Tell him if you so desire, I must make heaven. I must make heaven. Rescue me from anything that would disqualify me for making heaven. I must make heaven. I must make heaven. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. I caught a preacher saying on the television that no one can lose salvation. I said, what, what, what a word. What a word. Did Judas preserve his salvation? 
was among the twelve when he said, your names are written in the book of life. You will sit on twelve thrones during the twelve times. Would do that sit on the throne? Burning hot in hell, sir. Judas is burning hot in hell. When Christ told them that he had day, he was among the twelve. But he lost it. How dare they tell you that you can't lose your salvation? People are losing it by day by day. Even people preaching are losing it. Be careful. The things you watch. Take it. What you hear. Take it. Oh. Take it. No one will be caught as a witness the day you meet Jesus. One by one. One by one. No, that's my member. He's very committed. Mm -mm. You, you are also on the line. You're on the line. Each one is going by himself. Nobody will stand with you. Ask my mother if I'm not, not saved. Your mother is far. It's another line. You won't see any mother or father. You just enter. They lock the door. Hello. Your name is not here. You won't hear that. Oh. Now, listen to me. People lose salvation on daily basis. Grace not to lose your own again. Come on, go ahead and receive it. Go again and receive it. Lord, help me not to lose my salvation. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. No one can be or remain a vessel of honor without purging himself or herself of things that defy. Make your choice. But the good news tonight is anybody at any point can have a fresh beginning. That's the good news. The good news tonight is that anybody and anyone anywhere, his past notwithstanding can choose to have a new beginning. And I know many are doing that tonight. I know many are doing that tonight. Be careful with this seducing spirit called revelation of grace. Be careful. It's a clean trap of the devil. I can tell you that. Be careful. Shall we continue in saying that grace may abound? God forbid. Is that not in the Bible? You will make it. Yeah. 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 His name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. My God. We are redeemed to walk in the newness of life. Not carrying over our old life. If any man be in Christ, indeed, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, all things are become new. Now, whatever will make you make heaven is not the gospel. Whatever will not make you make heaven is not the gospel. 
Whatever will make you make heaven is not the gospel. First Corinthians 6, 9 to 11. He said, Know ye not that the righteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, because deceivers are coming. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. But such were some of you. But ye are now washed. Ye are sanctified. Ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So there's a clean gap. How many want to make heaven here? Those are not things you can carry along. There's no room for such luggage. There's no space for such luggage. Lord, whatever would disqualify me from making heaven, deliver me from it. Go ahead and pray. You have tried yourself. Now deliver me from whatever will not make me make heaven. Deliver me from it. In words, in thoughts, in acts, deliver me from anything and everything that will not allow me to make heaven. Deliver me from everything and anything that will not allow me to make heaven. Now, cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. I cover my life with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I must not end my journey where I don't want to go. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Please get seated for a moment. We'll be partaking of the communion very shortly. And it will sanctify our spirit, soul, and body. And put us on the right track till Jesus returns. Now, if you are here tonight in any of our uh, Zona Fellowship Centers, and you are not born again yet, I'd like to pray with you. That's where the journey begins. The journey in the kingdom begins with salvation. Wherever you are, you'll let me to pray with you to have Jesus forgive your sin and accept you in the beloved. Make you a member of the household of God. Write your name in the book of life. Wherever you are, please stand to your feet and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to be saved tonight? You want your name written in the book of life tonight? Please stand to your feet. God bless you. And remain standing, please. Remain standing. God bless you. Some other fellows are joining us. Join us very quickly. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, at the same time, there are people here that need to rededicate their life to Christ. Look, I've been playing with this thing. This is my life. I don't have a spear. Lord, I want to reconnect back to you. I don't want to be playing around. I want to connect with you. I don't want to dry up like a cut off branch. Jesus, I want to reconnect with you. I want to dedicate my life to you. Wherever you are, you want to dedicate your life to Christ, please stand to your feet and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to dedicate your life to Christ, please stand. You want to dedicate your life to Christ, please stand. That applies to all of us, both here at the Youth Chapel and the various Zona Fellowship Centers. Now, everybody standing for these two calls, please come to the front. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Anyone can still join us as they are coming. Join us quickly. It's an opportunity for a new beginning. Keep coming. Keep coming. 
Let's keep giving the Lord a big hand of praise. Anyone can still join us wherever you are, please. Just come. Thank you, Jesus. I got my mind made up. Would you please sing that song? I want to see Jesus someday. Goodbye, world. I stay no longer with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please take this important information. This prayer outline on personal spiritual awakening, I'd like you to pray it particularly this week. God, revive my spirit. Revive my spiritual life. Revive my prayer. Revive my love for you. Take it serious and all the other prayer points, but do this precisely this week in the name of Jesus. And never forget to keep praying over your eight targeted souls for Jesus to touch them, for the power of the Holy Ghost to convict them, and for God to give you the correct approach to each one of them. And we will have them all saved in the name of Jesus. Yes. I've got my mind made up to heaven and pray this simple prayer of faith after me from the depth of your heart. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you tonight. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your blood. I believe you died for me. On the third day you rose again that I may be justified. Right now I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And I believe my sins are now forgiven. I am now a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me back to the faith. I thank you, Lord. By your grace, I will serve you all the days of my life. Sin shall no more have dominion over my life. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now be blessed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. I cover each of you with the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Against all satanic assaults, Amen. you'll never step back into darkness anymore. Amen. You have escaped today. Amen. 
It remains so for life. Each of you will make heaven. Nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus. Congratulations. 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 Please walk this way and submit your card to the church officials. Shall we all rise, please? The communion is a mission that empowers believers to live like Christ. As I partake of this communion, Jesus, I tap into the grace to live like you. John 6, 57, as the living Father has sent me and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me shall live by me or live like me. You know, he said, John 14, 9, whosoever has sent me, I send the Father. I'm just like the Father. I'm living like the Father. I love like the Father. I think like the Father. I act like the Father. You don't need to look for the Father anymore. You see me, you have seen the Father. So when we partake of the communion, we empower to live like him. Think like him. Speak like him. Act like him. Be passionate to see so saved like him. Pray like him. Be everything like him. Lift up your two hands and ask God for grace. Access to the grace that will empower you and me to live more like Jesus on daily basis. More like Jesus on daily basis. More like Jesus on daily basis. Empower me from the mission of the community until tonight to live more like you on daily basis. More like you on daily basis. More like you on daily basis. Jesus, more like you on daily basis. Son of God, more like you on daily basis. Let the stewards now take their positions, please. More like you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Is there hatred in Jesus? It will not be found in you anymore. Is there bitterness in Jesus? It will not be found in you anymore. Can you imagine Jesus still change figures? Molest his life sexually? Whatever you cannot imagine about Jesus. See it die in you today from this communion table. Your prayerlessness dies today. Your nonchalant attitude of things of the kingdom ends today. Whatever defies in your life ends today. Before this season is over, your level of spiritual authority has changed. Science and one will be answering to you on their own accord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine Jesus tormented by sickness? That's not like him. So whatever is called any form of sickness or disease, pains or aches, that you cannot imagine in Christ, dies in your life today. And so shall it be. Now, this table is declared the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Amen. As we partake of this,
experience all that you have received and believed in this prophetic word, the fear of the Lord begins to rule your life from now. You never miss your steps walking with Christ anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ, and so shall it be. Every oppression of the devil that you cannot imagine happened to Christ ends in your life today. This revival season must change your spiritual level forever. And so shall it be in Jesus' precious name. Every table served tonight across our various zonal fellowship centers and all the tables served at this new chapel, they are declared the flesh and the blood of Jesus. As you partake of it, experience a new level in your spiritual life. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. So shall it be. Please get seated and take your turn as you are directed.
tracks all over town and we're producing them hundreds of thousands every week. Now, please stretch forth your hands because it's the breath of the Holy Ghost that makes a difference. Upon our flyers, towards our flyers and our tracks, that they be turned to spiritual magnets, drafting multiple into the kingdom and into this church. Lord, breathe upon these materials Turn them to effective sequels of harvest. Turn them to spiritual magnets. Draft the money into your kingdom in the name of Jesus. And thank you for this. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. Next Sunday will be one of a kind. There shall be massive influx of souls drafted by the Spirit of God and mobilized by the hand of God. The angels are all over the city and the environs to drop multitudes in here. And this church, wherever they are found, these flyers, wherever they are found, they will be turned to spiritual magnets, bring convictions, and drop people into this church in Jesus' precious name. Now, whether we are all at the prayer sessions or not, we will have, by reason of our job, we have the opportunity to invest on the prayer altar using our videos, prayer bulletins, Supernatural Church Growth Intercessory Prayer Guidelines, praying for life-transforming world in our services, praying for fruitful outreaches because we are all on the go right now for God to make the going fruitful every day by every individual or so many partnerships. And then praying for church members for their needs to be met so we can have our needs met in the process. New converse retention prayer points that as they step in, no devil will get them out. They will stay on with Christ all the days of their life. Amen. And then prayer for vengeance, um, for vengeance towards continuous church growth. Whatever forces might be put together to stop it, we break them down. And then we find people just flocking into church. And don't forget the special announcement tonight 
personal spiritual awakening, we need to be on board to maximize every move of the Spirit. Jesus is Lord. Are you excited? Lift up your two hands and speak to the many days of the week. This coming Sunday, you will not come empty. How great to start will have a lot to do with how, how great to end. Lord, help me this coming Sunday not to appear before you empty. Lord, help me. Help me. Spirit of God, help me. Spirit of God, guide my steps. The blessings of this revival must speak in your life. Give him thanks in the spirit, everybody. Give thanks in the spirit, lift your hand, lift your voice, and give glory to God. Give glory to God. Celebrate him from the depth of your heart. Give him the praise, give him the glory. Blessed be your holy name. You are worthy of all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, we have given thanks. Somebody believes say loud amen. amen. Let's share the goodness of the Lord together. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. Then expect turnaround to become your new identity from henceforth. Amen and amen. You are blessed. Congratulate somebody as you go and be blessed as you do. There are flowers, tracks. You can pick up what you require and use them to advertise Jesus. Be blessed.